we could do a whole show on all of the books that I'm sitting on that I own right now that I have not read. We, I could just read the titles and it would take up 45 minutes. That's how behind I am on just crap that I just bought on a whim and there it sits. Too many comics. That's what I'm saying. Too many comics episode 128. Brooks, it's been, uh, well, through the weekend at least that Justice League has been out. Has either of us seen the movie yet? I mean, if anybody had it be you. Which um, means, I have not. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so I don't understand this. You, that's your thing. You go the first moment they're out. What happened? Uh, what was I doing? So Thursday night, the Steelers played a, a nationally televised game. And living in Florida, I don't get to see all of their games. So I, I placed precedent on watching my beloved football team. Uh, were this a Marvel movie? Uh, you know, perhaps that would have been up for a bigger discussion. Uh, but that was not the case. So I, I skipped it. I skipped an opening. And then my buddy that I usually see these with it has wasn't available, and then we haven't been able to sync up days. I think because we are being let out early of work, closing the office on Wednesday. I think we're going to go Wednesday after work. So nice. next next uh, next installment of Too Many Comics dot com. Ah, I'm off on Wednesday. I'm so excited. Jesus Christ! It's going to be great. Uh, tomorrow, uh, well, so uh, people we're recording this on Monday night, uh, which means it's New Thursday. <clears throat> tomorrow is New Friday. Slash Tuesday, very excited. Lots going on. I do. I got. I got things happening in the city. Very excited. So, uh, very- I did see that Justice League opening was like ninety four million dollars, maybe. That sounds low. Yeah, so, something like that. And I saw someone made, yeah, about ninety, a little under ninety four million dollars. And somebody on Twitter made the joke. I see Justice League uh, made the same opening as Guardians of the Galaxy, which is to say that. Marvel puts out better movies and makes a lot more money than DC does. So it's got that going for it. Yeah. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Eh, nothing. Well, although, you know, Marvel does have its uh, missteps. Speaking of, uh, the Inhumans. Yes. Ratings were so bad, it hurt ABC stalwart 2020. <laughs> I'm sure 2020 de- de- depended on the lead-in of Inhumans and, you know, the old people that watch 2020 these days were not too interested in Inhumans. Well... I mean, I said it all along. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I, I, and I, I almost watched it out of, like, uh, protest. Like, I'm going to get through this. But nobody liked it. Well, nobody – period. I mean, I was going to say but me, but I didn't even like it. I just did it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, 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 how, you, like how you would eat a salad instead of a hamburger. Like, I'll eat, <laughs> like, I'll eat Feel the Feel good about salad. yourself? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did it. Okay, no dressing. Dressing on the side. So, you know, what are you going to do? Eventually, someday, I'll watch it. Some, Just like someday, I'll watch Agent Carter. Some win, some lose. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Last time, we also talked about the cast being put together for Deadly Class, which is something that I know you're looking forward to. Uh, the, the Russo brothers posted a picture of the cast together, uh, sort of posing as the uh, as the kids. So I wonder if you check this out and if it's got you, a big fan, a little bit more excited. I mean, I guess we'll see. I mean, I... I Deadly Class is such a dark book, um, and its characters are so distinctly looking that you know they were never they were never going to cast people that looked exactly like them. That's that's impossible, and that's not really fair to 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 put that on them. But and also it was like an Instagram photo, so you know we'll see. I'm going to watch it for sure. I can't wait. But this photo did nothing for me. Is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> I just it, it's funny to see this up now, and and I remember the first days of like a runaways cast being announced and that first image 
um, that Marvel put out of them. And then now tonight, uh, it kicks off at midnight with the first three episodes. So, uh, you know, it's just funny to, it's, it's an, a nice to look back on these sorts of announcements and, you know, a year and a half, two years from now, we'll be talking about the opening of deadly class. Yeah. How am I going to watch the runaways? What am I going to do? Pay for Hulu. Uh, you know, what I'll probably do is get like a gift card, just get like a 30 day sitch and just knock it out. So it's they're releasing the first three episodes tonight at midnight, and then after that, it's one episode every Tuesday. That's annoying. So you might want to let it build up and then just knock it out in one month's pay. But you're going to be all talking about it, and I'm not going to know anything. I just might. Okay. Well, uh, I did see that uh, that the buzz has been pretty good about it, actually. So. Yeah, people have been loving it. So I think even Brian K. Vaughn said it was uh, very good. Yeah, he. I, I did read today that he also said that while he worked on the show for about a month, you know, he wanted to let people know that just because you've read the books doesn't mean you know what's going to happen. So that apparently they, they deviate from the storyline a little bit so that they could throw some surprises to readers and non-readers alike. That's what they did for Walking Dead. Does not follow the the uh, paint by numbers approach that mm. you would. I mean, I mean here and there, here and there, but by and large, uh, there's some surprises that happen. Well, hopefully they don't plan on going for like. Infinity seasons like The Walking Dead. Yeah, nobody likes that. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we also talked about Mark Miller's Kick-Ass teaser. Uh, he announced it that the new Kick-Ass is a black female army veteran named Patience Lee, who is also the mother of young children. So Kick-Ass is expanding. It, we figured that you know that it wouldn't be the same movie characters that he likely wants to do another movie at some point. Uh, it's probably got bigger plans to do to keep this going now he's at Netflix and continuing to push out nonsense from Miller World. So, a new kick-ass. Yeah, by the way, I did see... Where was I? I was watching something on... on I guess it was sci-fi, but what would it have been? And I saw a, a, a promo for Happy, by the way. So that, Ooh, that's a full like that, teaser? Just like a... Not a teaser. Not, not, a, not a preview. Just a, just a real quick... like. 10 second job with this you know the the thing came across and in fact our mutual friend was here when it came on i was like hey you don't know what this is but that's a thing it's happy I, I can't wait to see that it's going to be interesting yeah i hope it doesn't suck <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just being honest i'm just being honest all right let's get to the books okay so uh fence number one uh was that an image who did this uh boom 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 all right, so uh, I'm going to shoot you straight here. I hated this. I didn't like uh, <laughs> it. I thought it was not good at all. Uh, it, it, the premise is we're at a prestigious fencing competition, and we get some flashbacks, and there's a there's a, a young, young new person that wants to try and take down the top dog and gets soundedly uh, – gets his ass handed to him. And wouldn't you know that six months later they're uh, roommates at this – conservatory that's basically it so that's the the sagey or however you say it that's who the roommate is at the end mm-hmm. okay yeah because i was trying to i got to it i got to the end and like my roommate and i'm looking at the character that is his roommate and i'm like should i know for certain who that is and i'm like going back through the pages to see if it was that guy but none of the pictures like perfectly matched up i'm like <laughs> who the fuck is this roommate <laughs> uh, so, so 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 but but can we agree it sucked yeah it's pretty it's pretty lame 
Okay, I mean, it was. I mean, it, it, it had a like like. Whereas I think Met Cadet U emulates anime and that whole this this also had that feel to it, but not as good at all to me in any way. Shape I hate or form. I hate to knock fencing too, but is, that's such a weird sport to me. Yeah, I don't know. They got the ball at the end of the sword. What are you yeah. gonna do? You know what the, what this book did at the beginning that really threw me off, and I'm looking at it now. It's was on page six of the of the digital. Is you got the kids in the locker room? They're talking about the crappy new kid walking in. They go, "Oh, who's this guy?" And you look off in the distance in the background of him coming in, and there is no face drawn on the character. That's weird. Did you have you noticed this? And it's also on page four where he's in line saying, "I'm Nicholas Cox." The people in line behind him have no facial features drawn. I'm like, what the f-? like? They're in shot. <laughs> I get that they're in the background. Uh, they're not know. the focal, but that shit drives me drives me nuts. Well, you know what? You won't have to worry about it because uh, we're not going to keep reading it, I bet you. So it's 7.1 uh, is the critic rating for Comic Book Roundup, and, uh, which to me I, I feel like is on the lower end that, that they typically give to stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I didn't like it. And, and I was for sure swipe, 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 swipe. Let's get through this. So that's womp womp. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know, and I and I don't like that we don't like stuff sometimes. I just I, I wish that they were all great uh, for lots of reasons, but it just, this just was not that at all. All right, so, so next week we've got Void Trip number one, uh, which is a planned of five issues. So number one of five. This is from writer Ryan O'Sullivan, who has written Turncoat, The Evil Within, Warhammer Forty Thousand, and illustrator Plaid Klaus of Turncoat. Comes the story of Anna and Gabe, the last two humans left alive in the galaxy. They're low on fuel, they're low on food, and they're low on psychedelic space fruit, which they're still determined to make it to the promised land. Hippie paradise, super planet, euphoria. This is the story of their journey, the friends and enemies they made along the way, and how the universe responded to those who dared to live freely within it. Okay. All right. Sounds trippy. Let's give it a go. Uh, Hopefully we enjoy it. (laughs) <laughs> haters <laughs> well, uh, what choice do we have <laughs> Jesus so anyway uh, what else did you get to this week so I got to uh, got to a few things I first say the two things I did not which I'm assuming that you read so I'll, I'll let you touch on them you know, during your turn but I will say I did not get to Super Sons and Descender this week what I'm so sorry how uh, did you? How do you prioritize your reads? I was just going through whatever was first downloaded and just finishing up stuff. Get off my case. I did read Defenders number seven. I gotta say, the begin. Have you read? Did you read this? You know I did. Okay, the first three pages of fucking Deadpool telling you what's going on in the book and why he's there. Did we need three? Pa- <laughs> we uh, we've gone back and forth numerous times in this show how much. Deadpool just doesn't do it for either of us. Mm-hmm. And we've talked when he showed up at the end of the last issue that we were concerned. I grew even more concerned when the first three goddamn pages of this book were Deadpool sitting in an office making stupid jokes that weren't funny and like get to the action here because there was some great action in, in this specific issue. I'm glad that Deadpool doesn't show up till the very end, but now I'm upset that he's going to be sticking around even longer. I'm worried about this book because I've enjoyed it so much. I don't know who Bendis has planned to take over after him, what their plan is. I hope that Deadpool isn't involved for a long time. They've already got enough characters. Like, please, please, please don't leave this book astray. It's been very good. And even Electra showed up for a little bit. Yeah, it's been great. 
They got I enough mean, characters going on. I'm with you. So, I mean, that was good. Hawkeye 12. Hawkeye number 12. This was uh, Hawkeye and X-23. And what is the other Wolverine's name? Gabby. Gabby. I don't know this. Yeah, uh, I don't know who that is either. Um, but they get into some shenanigans. Lots of lots of roughing up. Uh, I love the little, the quick little uh, panel meetup of of Lucky and the little Wolverine. That was pretty cute. Um, a good little story, which clearly is serves to set up the fact that she needs some help. Clint needs some help. The gang's getting back together. So, but okay, okay. So, but this particular issue um, was very rushed to me. It was yeah, for certain. One book only done. They pop so, in, in and out. Yeah, so that was that was that that was okay. Just so, okay. Yeah, it's setting up whatever's coming next. So yeah. I, I'm interested to see what they do with with Clint coming on board. If they can bring back some some more of the magic of a fractions run with the. It even says you know family reunion next. So we're all looking forward to that. Okay. I read McCadet U number four. There was, which, I did, which I did not read, so okay. be careful. Uh, lots of battling. As you could attest, as you could assume from the way the last issue ended, um, shit started going haywire. Uh, prepare for lots of fights, uh, and then some fallout from said fights. But still a fun book. I'm still on board. Again, still interested in where this story is going to twist and turn to keep it going from, from what it was originally planned to be. Um, so, you know, I hope they keep it up. Been a fan from it from from the beginning, so I hope it keeps going. All the way from four months ago. Yes, big fan from, from the beginning. The Wicked Divine number thirty three. Did you read this one? I certainly did. This okay, was this is, this was a game changer, was it not? Yes, it was. Okay, so we got a lot of revelations in this one um, of who Woden actually is this this whole time. But uh, weren't you disappointed when you finally got to see his face? It was like I wanted it to be like. Mangled. Yeah, nah, just like some old dude. Yeah, <laughs> old normal looking dude. Ah, uh, womp. Um, so we get that enlightenment. You know, a lot of dialogue between some main characters of you know intense conversations. The flashback of of finding out how Woden is who he is, um, and then at the end, you get another bombshell dropped with you know three of the gods that we presume dead, whose heads are still out there um uh, th- this type of issue is something that i feel like i've been waiting for for this book for it may be an arc now like it's they're now at the point where you know 33 issues in they've had they've spent a very solid storyline I, I love how these two put together this book it was time for some dominoes to like really start falling um and and hopefully this is pushing towards an end i know we've got like a three-month break be- before the next arc picks up so and I don't, I don't know if they have a number in mind quite yet, but I'm hoping that we're on the tail end of wrapping this up. Okay. And I went back and read Generation Gone 4 and 5. This was the book of Alice Cotts that we read as a debut review at one point. Uh, 4 and 5 finished up the first arc, which, according to the last page of issue number 5, the, the next sort of... Um, second tale in this universe will is going to come out sometime in 2018. I will say that I I very much enjoyed the first three issues of this book. Four and five seemed to quickly go through. It was like building a nice story and just slammed home an ending 
that happened very fast and I feel like probably would have been better served told through eight issues instead of five. You know, it, it seems like there was quick decision making, you know, little to learn. Um, could have been a lot better. I, I really enjoyed the first three, four and five didn't bring it home as I thought it was going to be, but still a, a, a fun read and nice to see caught back, obviously writing comics and, and doing his thing. Nice. Okay. So other than what you've already mentioned, I did read Descender, which I will not belabor. But you, you need to get into it quick. Hurry up. Great breed. Uh, I also read Invincible 142. We are ever so slowly getting to the conclusion of this entire series. Great book. I'm going to miss it when it's gone. Um, I think that's it, beyond what you already talked about, I want to say. I think so. That's it. I, I Well, I mean, but... Oh, also, <laughs> I, 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 also I did read, I read Secret Wars number 8, and I read Super Sons number 10. Which my only comment about this is that the regular artist was not in rotation, and I do I do not like that. Mm. I want I want the regular art. That's not fun. Or nothing. All right. Okay, that's it. News this sorry, week. Sorry to disappoint. Sorry. That's fine. You did a good job. So so I did so I did see this. Okay. James Franco has signed on to do a multiple man movie. Jamie Madrix. Do you know who this character I is? N- by the nope. Way? None. None whatsoever. Okay, so this was a very obscure character. Uh, I can't remember where he debuted, but he was dormant for years and years and years. He wound up becoming a major player in Peter David's X Factor in the 90s. And then, again, dormant. And then he came back again in Peter David's follow-up X Factor book, and he was the, sort of the de facto leader this time around. And now he's dead. He got killed by the the Terrigen Mists. But a very meta character very uh humorous very random for sure so uh, but i'm into it james franco's weird but i mean <laughs> this should be fun so what was the this guy have some sort of specific power or what what's his deal okay, uh, okay so all he has to do is basically tap himself and he replicates and he can make as many they're called dupes as many duplicates as he wants of himself and they all have free will. They all, you know, do their own thing. But that's that's his power. He can make duplicates of himself. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So well, I'm down for that. I'm into it. And this just got announced. So I imagine release date. We're probably looking like 2019 sometime at the earliest. We could be dead by then, but yeah, okay. This is very true. Okay. So Marvel also announced a comic book marriage for June 20th, 2018. I don't read many Marvel books where they would probably be plucking some people out. Uh, do you have any idea as to who this might be? I really don't. Uh, I may, of course, didn't tell you who. Yeah, obviously. Just, 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 just someone's getting married. Uh, that could go in a lot of directions. And I didn't realize this when they were talking about sort of the um, Marvel marriage track record it's really terrible (laughs) (laughs) they all end in divorce uh yes i mean so um uh hank pam and the wasp peter parker and mary jane gene grant scott summers black uh, panther and storm yes this is this is scott summers and maddie Pryor. wait that's random but yes so yeah Hmm. uh well i I don't think it's long for this world but who could it be i guess we'll see yeah well we'll be there can't stop rhyming all right, and then there was this whole Deadpool thing where he was dressed like Bob Ross, the Happy Little Trees painter. Yeah, I mean, I, again, we're not the biggest fan of Deadpool, but I, I figured you may have made perhaps a comment on this as we got to see sort of at the end Roland standing there as as Cable, 
which is teasing uh, his involvement in this movie is, is is supposed to parlay into whatever they've got cooking for X Factor as well or X Force, no, X Force um, which I know you're get a fan it, of. So get it together! Oh my Jesus. God, there's so many X's. Uh, so you know, just any excitement there for for Brolin and and seeing him there and what this all may mean, or is it just who cares since it's still Deadpool? Okay, first and foremost, that's what I'm saying. But also, um, no, I'm not. I, I told you I have misgivings about Josh Brolin playing Thanos and Cable. I don't like it. You got to pick, pick your part. Can't be both. But I will, of course, see it. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers. I, I know. Well, shit. So yeah, it's fine. Right? Okay. Yeah. It, it'll it'll be fine. Yep. Okay. Life well, will go we, on. Well, what choice do we have? Yeah. So I dropped this uh, on the Facebook page for, for people to read and in here just for us to give a quick glance at. But The Ringer put together this huge, massive list that was very well thought out and attributed of the 50 best superhero movies of all time. Did you get a chance to look at this? Do you have any thoughts, any outliers? I have uh, not seen it. I have not seen it. What, okay. what, 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 what took the top spot here? Uh, number one, they have The Dark Knight. Okay, fair enough. Number two, the Avengers. Okay, I'll do the, I'll do the I'll do the top five here. We'll see if you if you agree. Okay. Uh, the nineteen seventy eight Superman is number three. What? The two thousand two Spider Man. I mean, I thought that was four. actually pretty good. Yeah. And Wonder Woman is number five. <sighs> okay. And then six round out the top ten. Six Spider Man two seven Iron Man eight Captain America Civil War. Nine, Great. nine Thor Ragnarok and ten Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, okay, I haven't seen two of those. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. Um, I don't know. I, I hate to put. I really enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. I hate to put it ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy because Thor's tone was had completely changed to sort of mimic what Guardians of the Galaxy did. I mean, Thor Ragnarok is a lot of a, you know, it, it toned down, it's a lot jokier. And, and I don't think that, I don't think the third Thor would have ever done that had guardians of the galaxy not been so successful. So I hate to see that above, you know, the whole reason why that movie exists, but yeah, whatever. Dark Knight was great. Iron Man's good. Wonder Woman's good. Avengers great. Um, Civil War was good. I think Winter Soldier was still really good too. Oh, great. So, I yeah, so that would probably be up there. They have it at number 17. They have Logan at 18. Um, but yeah, a, a fun list to go check out and read through all their, um, all their reasonings behind it. They've got, they've rated them by what the Rotten Tomato score was. They got the box office numbers, rewatchability, remake necessity, like all sorts of things. And then throughout, they've got other different lists of, you know, a ranking of the most annoying government officials in superhero movies, um, That's annoying. a ranking of superhero villains, so, you know, check it out. It's it's uh, worthy of discussion amongst nerds everywhere. I will check it out. You should. Check it out. And last but not least, um, there was a big shakeup at Marvel this week. So this was all over um, news, some podcasts I listened to. Marvel has named a new editor-in-chief, which is going to be C.B. Savolsky, uh, which means as he is replacing Axel Alonso, who has served that role since 2011 and is leaving Marvel entirely after like 17 or 18 years. What's he doing? Uh, that I don't know. Well, he's not going to be a Marvel. So that's, well, the, that's the main concern here. C.B. Sobolski taking over. This is the only thing I know uh, after listening to what um, 
I have is that he was involved with the original uh, Runaways coming to be. That was okay. one of one of his biggest successes. Um, was publishing Runaways by Ryan Kiva and Adrian Alfonso. He was the publisher of that. Uh, has been around at Marvel for quite some time himself. Um, the stuff that I listened to uh, of people who really go in depth in this kind of stuff were excited to see any sort of change. It, it might not have immediate effects, but um, you know, one of the people I heard talking about it is a is a comic book um, store owner. Just talked about you know since the last few. Um, bigger events at Marvel, it's it's kind of just gotten stale. It's, it's summer event, nothing really happens. Now they do the legacy, and it's gotten weird with the numbers, and people don't know where to, where to jump on. Um, you know, so just some fresh thinking into Marvel. Well, he certainly uh, looks like a comic book reader. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, yeah, that's I stand by that. Okay. I can hear the sirens in the background. I know. I'm in Hoboken, so give me a break. Lots going down at the uh, Carlos Bakery. Okay. All right. That's that's enough. That's enough. (laughs) All right, man. Well, good catching up as always. I will be home next month for the holiday. Looking forward to it. Hit us up. TooManyComics.com. I'm trying to be a little bit more active on the Facebook page as well. So uh, I saw that. Facebook.com slash two, number two, Too Many Comics. Uh, you know, find the links everywhere. Join in on the talk. Uh, hit us up online wherever is uh, wherever you please. Twitter, Facebook, email, whatever. <laughs> talk to you next week. <laughs>